Well, hello, and welcome to the Perspective Podcast, where we explore money through a spiritual lens. I'm Elle, a certified financial planner and a witchy old soul who just so happens to be going through a spiritual awakening myself. I launched this podcast to provide practical tips for stepping into your own wealth, purpose, and sovereignty as you navigate your own spiritual awakening. I lean on my own experiences in finance to look at money through the lens of energy, spirituality, science, and intuition. You'll gain financial knowledge to step into your soul's highest purpose and prosperity through a combination of episodes focused purely on financial terms, but also we'll explore a variety of spiritual topics as they relate to your money and wealth. If you're ready to step into ease and flow in your financial life and let that ripple across every single aspect of your life, stay tuned. I was taking a walk today, enjoying the absolutely stunning fall foliage here in the mountains. And I wish I could say that my walk was purely for enjoyment, but it was because I had been on the phone with my mortgage company for two and a half hours prior with still no resolution to my problem. And it got me thinking about how absurdly complex our financial system is. And I know this because I live it every day. I realized that we really need to talk about where you can start with your money. Just ground zero. What's the first step? Because there's so much conflicting information online about what you should and shouldn't do financially. Couple that with a spiritual awakening and you have a perfect storm of confusion and fear that only leads to inertia and not wanting to look at your finances at all. And so my goal with this podcast episode today is really just to give you a very simple roadmap that helps you get started and take the first step to overhaul your financial situation wherever you are as you go through your spiritual awakening. So let's dive in. Let's talk about three simple questions that you can answer to begin your own money journey and looking at your financial situation. Where do you stand today? Where do you want to go in the future? And what's actually holding you back? Those seem like simple questions, but I found in working with clients for a decade that the first question, where do you stand, is so challenging because many of us hold shame around our money, our own financial situation. It is such a taboo topic in our society, and we don't talk about it openly with other people often. And as a result of that shame, we often don't want to look that closely at the numbers. Conversely, an obsession with looking at where you are, an obsession with the numbers and where you stand also is not healthy. So many of us compare to our neighbors, to our friends, to what we see on social media or on the news. I mean, you can peruse the news and find articles all day long about how much money you should have saved by a specific age. That's so much pressure on us as human beings, right? So 
if you're feeling ashamed of your financial situation, please understand that you are a human having this experience on earth, just like every other soul. And since all of our souls are one and the same, the amount of wealth or money we have on this earthly plane has absolutely no bearing on our soul. It has no bearing on our multidimensionality. So if you're feeling down about where you are or afraid to look at numbers, I understand that. But the key to getting out of the rut that you could possibly be in right now is to start to handle your money in a different way and start to look at the numbers in a healthy way, which we'll talk about on another podcast episode. Because in my opinion, handling our money is actually one of the highest forms of self-care. Right now, self-care is such a buzzword, right? You see it everywhere. But it seems really focused on our outward appearance. But to me, self-care is making sure that we are in a situation that allows us to live in highest alignment. And having control over where you are financially and where you want to go and how you want to make things happen in your life and impact others' lives is based on how well you understand energy, but also money. Because here on earth, we have to have money to get by. That's just the system that we have created. I'm not here to malign the system. I could spend many podcast episodes talking about how broken it is. I'm here to empower you, to help you make positive, meaningful, impactful change in your life. And that does involve money. So let's talk about where you stand today. What should you focus on first? If you're feeling overwhelmed, you don't know where to start, looking at your net worth is ground zero. What's net worth? Net worth is assets minus liabilities. What are assets? Assets are items of value that you have in your name. That could be real estate. It could be investments. It could be cash. It could be commodities. It could be expensive collectibles. It could be an automobile. Anything that has value that would be considered valuable to other human beings that you could potentially sell is considered an asset. A liability is actually when you owe something to someone else. So that would be debts. That would be owing money on a car, owing money on a mortgage, on a home, or an investment property. It could be credit card debt. It could be student loan debt. It could be a personal loan through a bank. Why is it important to know these numbers in the first place? Because assets minus liabilities gives you your baseline, where you are beginning. Do you have a positive or a negative net worth? Well, before you start to beat yourself up, 
because you realize you don't have a net worth, that your net worth is negative. Most young people in our country today have a negative net worth. Most people with young children in the United States have a negative net worth. Why? Because our society is designed to entice us to take on debt. Taking on debt in the form of educational loans, student loans, is going to create this deficit in your life before you ever even get your first job, right? You will be in debt, indebted, often in the form of credit card debt as well, because you have to pay for food and for rent when you move away from home to go to college, right? But even if you didn't go to college, let's say you have children, oftentimes the net worth is still negative because it's so expensive to have a family these days that many people have to take on debt to be able to afford to raise children. And education for children is so expensive. Just childcare alone is often more than a mortgage. So don't beat yourself up because you have a negative net worth. I just want you to know where you are so that we can change that over time. It's simply a baseline number that we must know. But in our society, there's a lot of confusion around the, what net worth is, what wealth is. And it's often that people think that if someone has material goods or they live in an expensive home or have an expensive car that they must have a high net worth they must be wealthy and that's not the case in america or across the world because again our society has created this epidemic of debt so that people can actually go out and purchase material goods and items with even more debt or leverage so it's really difficult to know if your neighbor, if your friend, if your coworker, if your boss has a high or a low net worth, and it really doesn't matter what they have, okay? We need to stop comparing each other. Because the material goods and the things that they own really don't dictate net worth at all. And I had a coach back in the day who used to call that a money mask. And this leads me to my next point which is how much money are you making how much money are you spending how much money are you keeping m s k the money mask you don't know what's behind your neighbor's mask i don't know what's behind some of my good friends masks or family members masks and it doesn't matter all we need to know is what our money mask is, what our income and cash flow and expenses are. This is the second number that you must know and begin to track. Because after you figure out whether or not you have a positive or a negative net worth, you can then look more closely at the numbers and say, okay, how much money am I bringing home after taxes? The reason I say after taxes is taxes are not going away anytime soon. It's something we're stuck with. It's a matrix concept that we're stuck with. So let's look at income after taxes 
and calculate how much is coming in on a monthly basis. And then look at your expenses, how much money is going out on a monthly basis. That is going to dictate what you have left, if anything. That is going to show you if you are overspending and living beyond your means. That is also an epidemic in our society today. So few people are living within their means. And there are a variety of reasons for that. And there does not need to be any shame or any blame involved. That's not what I'm here for. But I want to empower you to just start to look at these numbers and know how can you possibly overhaul your financial situation if you don't know your numbers and you don't know whether or not you are living beyond your means. So if we're looking at numbers and we've already assessed net worth, we've already assessed cash flow, the next step is setting a budget. And that word really elicits a lot of feelings depending on your personality, right? And your experience with spending. I don't need to spend a lot of time today discussing budgets because we're going to dedicate an entire hour to that in the next few weeks where I will talk through different types of budgets for different personalities and astrological signs and birth charts and everything in between. Really looking forward to that. But suffice it to say that you need a budget. It doesn't matter how much money you have or you make. Even the wealthiest people that I have met who have millions and millions and millions of dollars still have budgets because it allows us the freedom to spend with some boundaries and also sets a framework for our money and how every dollar is going to be spent. That framework allows us to hone in on what matters to us most. And I think from a spiritual perspective, conscious spending, conscious saving, conscious investing is key. It is a factor in the new earth where we're heading. Having a conscious budget and being aware of how dollars are being circulated here on planet earth is valuable in assessing your financial situation and helping you get you where you want to go. Once you start to track these numbers, you can see, oh wait, I have X amount of money left over every month. What can I do with that? Where's the freedom and the opportunity there? And that's where finances as self-care really starts to play an interesting part. Because wealth and money is energy. And it can be freedom and opportunity for you, but it can also be a burden, right? It can also be limiting if you let it be limiting. So what are you going to decide for it to be today? So we've answered and looked at that first question. Where do you stand? Focusing on the numbers is vital. Now, my second question is where do you want to go? Have you thought about how much money you want to make in the future? What you'd like to do for a living? If you had a pie in the sky dream, let yourself dream. 
Do you have a specific goal in mind in your current position, if possible? So the answer to this question is to begin to set goals. We must set a goal once we know where we want to go. It can be one goal, it can be two goals, it can be three goals, but the key to setting goals is making sure that they're specific, they're measurable, they're attainable, they're on a timeline, and they're reasonable. And that's usually called the SMART goal method. I like to use that because if goals are not specific enough, it's easy to just say you're going to do something and then never do it, right? So setting a deadline for yourself is important. Setting goals to getting in a rhythm and a habit on a weekly and monthly basis of tracking how you're doing, of tracking your activities throughout the week and the month. Goal setting comes before the idea of manifestation. Okay, we're going to talk about manifestation a lot on this podcast, but that's going to come later because right now we're focused on baseline. We're focused on foundational things that are going to help you in the future and setting goals and learning to start to follow through on these small weekly tasks that you've set for yourself when it comes to your goals is key to the greater theme of manifestation down the road. How can you manifest shit if you don't know how to responsibly deal with the shit you're about to manifest? Let's be honest here, okay? That's how I like to put it with my clients. You got to be ready. I'm getting you ready by answering these questions. We're going to cover goal setting on its own podcast episode very soon. The third question you need to answer is what is holding you back? And this is by far the most important question in your financial life. Because up to this point, you've probably been doing the same things, exhibiting the same pattern throughout your life. We all have. I've spent a lot of time and a lot of work figuring out what my patterns and my blocks are. And that's truly key to opening up these greater themes and greater worlds of manifestation and abundance in your life. So journaling, what may be holding you back and assessing your limiting beliefs around money itself, around wealth, around spending, around saving, around investing, and making more money is going to help you so much in the future. So start answering that question. What is holding you back? And if you don't know, we're going to talk about that very soon. Well, that's a wrap on our first Finance 101 episode, guys. I want to make it easy for you to come back to these types of episodes again and again for reference because financial literacy is vital to mastering our money and our life, especially in the new earth. As within, so without. As above, so below. It starts with us. 
And on that note, you can send me either DMs or emails with financial or spiritual questions, and I'll do my very best to answer them. Our next few episodes are going to be chock full of spiritual and financial nuggets of wisdom, not only from myself, but my special guest coming on episode six. It's going to be a jam-packed season, you guys, and I'm excited. Lastly, be sure to check out my website, spiritualperspectivepodcast.com slash where to begin, where I have posted a free handout for you to go alongside this episode. Catch you later.